0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: It's time for the Had it.com radio show. Had it.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to HadIt.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this sixth day oh no, first day of June two thousand and seventeen. Who can believe it? my lands this this month is uh, month this year is really cranked on, but anyway, we want to welcome you here today, uh, folks uh, we got some important business to talk to you about. We want everyone to get their pencils and papers out, cause this this does affect the the total uh, veteran community here. And uh, uh, we got to make a move. We got to notify our senators and legislators and everybody else that'll listen. Uh, oh, let me introduce our guest here. Uh we're here with our co-host Jay Basser. And uh today we have Bill Sheik in here with us. He's gonna help us out. And uh any callers out there, uh feel free to call in and give us your if you have a question or comment, the number is three four seven two three seven four eight one nine. Now that number once again is three four seven two three seven four eight one nine and uh, this has to do with the uh b a budget and the i u uh so if if you're drawing unemployability from the b a uh, you need to put Pay attention and and uh, get ready to contact your legislators because something needs to be done. And uh, also now, uh, pay attention here. What's going on with childcare too? So, um, well, anyway, uh, John, what do what do you think of this mess? I think it or... Our president here has been misled, and and mm-hmm. ill-advised. Uh, of course, I don't think it's no secret. I've been a Trump no, supporter. No. I think he's just been mm-hmm. ill-advised, and and someone's leading him down the prime road of destruction here. This this don't look good at all. Mm-hmm. This got to be rectified.
1: For years, our government has uh, put uh, people in this Congressional Budget Office, or uh, or a bunch of penny pension lunatic hacks, and their beliefs are not like we believe. Like Mr. Mick Mulvaney, and you know, and it has pronounced Mick M-I-C-K Mulvaney. In case somebody wants to write a letter, Mr. Mulvaney thinks that uh, disabled Social Security is welfare. And uh, so he gave us a big speech in front of the Senate, in front of Congress, you know, and and what he thought. And i tell you what, he thinks that you can put his thoughts on the edge of a knife blade and make it look like a BB going down an airport runway, in my opinion. But his points are this. Due to the VA budget that's being introduced, since they are supposedly increasing the usage of the choice card, which I call the no-choice card. (laughs) They're going to have to make cuts in other areas. So these cuts are going to include veterans that are drawing TDIU, which is unemployability. So if your service-connected condition is at a percentage of 60% or you've got two at 70 and your conditions keep you from working, you're allowed to be paid at the 100% rate. And that's basically because the rating schedule does not go to 100% for your conditions. <clears throat> so they done that years ago and added it to the list to help veterans out because a lot of veterans, you know, didn't get it. Even though they're permanently total they're still going to get 100% rate. So they pay them at the 100% rate. Now, there's a stipulation goes along with that. See, if you're drawing TVIU, you cannot work. If they catch you working and they want the money back. And that's happened a whole lot. I mean, I've seen it. Gerald, you've seen it.
2: Oh, yes.
1: Now, if they cut that, what they're wanting to do is when you're going to TDIU and you reach retirement age at 62 years old, they're thinking, well, you can draw Social Security and we'll cut you back to your regular rating. So if you're if your regular rating is 60% but you're getting 100% pay, you're going to lose $1,500 a month. And if you get six or $700 Social Security, you know, because you're going to take a cut for drawing it early anyway. You know, you're losing your butt anyway. Now, also, folks, some of these guys on TVIU are also drawing disabled Social Security. That's another thing. He's, he's ordered the IRS to check into everybody that's on disabled Social Security and start cutting See, he thinks it's well, military.
2: and and two, when they have TDIU, John, their families get to use uh Champa, don't they? Shampa VA
1: or Tricare? It's the permanent total. do. Uh,
2: Tricare, it's, I think, one of them. It's
1: not the IU. It's not the TDIU that gets that. Gerald, it's the permanent and total status. Yeah. That's that. That's the kicker. So if you're TDIU and you're not permanent total, they examine you every five years. And they try to cut you because it's what the VA does. You know, they like to cut stuff. They love playing with knives. They love cutting stuff, whether it be on a veteran or whether it be on your pay. You know, that's what they love to do. And uh, so if you're going TDIU, you need to sit down with your family right now and make a plan. You better get a hold of your congressman, your senator. Or anybody in, get your family to know and everybody you know of at TVIU because there's a lot of there that's going to be affected by this cut. And they won't care. They'll start cutting left and right. And if you're at retirement age, you're in worse shape than the rest of them because they're going to go after you right now. Uh-huh. So it's time to contact your representatives and explain to them what's going on and say, do not approve this. Especially the Senate. You tell the Senate, we don't want this approved. You know, do what you have to do to make him understand how you feel. If he gets enough letters, he'll change his mind. You know, we can put these guys out of office and get some people in there that know what they're doing. And I don't see how the president's going along with this because I thought he liked taking care of veterans, but obviously some stuff's changed since then.
2: I think he's just been ill-advised, but that's uh, beside the point. Uh, so far, yep. it, uh, it looks like this is proceeding on. It certainly went through the House. Yep. And uh, we, have to, we have to nip it in the bud in the Senate. Well, there's going to be a lot of hurting veterans out here. Uh, I think the number that you. I've read was around 7,000, but I'm sure the number, you can't believe the VA numbers. Uh, that's... That's one yeah, thing bonus. that's a, a fact, yeah. So it can yeah. be seventy thousand. We don't know. We'll probably never will. Know. That's
1: like taking. That's like taking too much bait fishing, girl. If you don't fish you ain't bite, and you both gonna sink real bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, now, if um, you're, huh? You, yeah, you like Bill. If you're between the uh, ages of what? If you're between the ages of 35 and 50, or see, let's go 61 and a half,
3: Yeah. and you're 100%, 100%
1: permanent total veteran, the VA is going to pay you. But <laughs> you filed for SSDI years ago and got it, Social Security Disability. Now, since it's now considered welfare and not Social Security, they're going to come after that, too. And, people, there's a mm-hmm. lot of veterans doing both in that age group. If you're over 62, don't worry about it. You're covered. But if you're IU and 62, you're fixing to lose some money. Yes, you are. Yeah. there's also some additional, uh, I call them bull crap items going on with this budget and uh, one yeah, of the one the discretionary in budget is
0: what they team it and term it the discretionary part of the budget I got,
1: their, I got their discretion and flush it
0: yeah <laughs> it's a 6 in 66 billion in discretionary 86 billion yeah. 86 point something is in the uh the mandatory that's given that's right. mandatory that discretionary budget is going to kill our veteran TDIU groups and those that are, they've been toying around. Uh, I got a note on Facebook about it when I posted this on the concurrent receipts. They've been kicking that around.
3: Mm-hmm. That's the
0: people that are military retired and trying to draw VA uh, benefits and pay, and they won't oh. let you have both, but they do the difference that it's almost like the whole body ratio, the way they figure out how your body is screwed up and give you less money the best they can do. They've been trying to get away with that and do away with it for a number of years. Now they're seeing a plan to implement on that. Let me, let me just go over some figures real quick on this thing. And, and let me reiterate, folks, this is such an important topic tonight and an important show that John and Gerald and I, we are pleading with you to realize something. Mr. Trump ran on, on getting the country going again, but he, he also realized the importance of the veterans and our military families and our military uh, folks that are serving in the military. He is not trying to do this to us, but we have people under him who are not, Honorable, and who are not going to follow what Mr. Trump wants, and he is so distracted by all this outside interference from the, the news media and everything else, he doesn't understand what's going on behind the scenes, what some of these folks like Mick is trying to do, this budget analyst, <laughs> Uh, in his staff and some other people that are undermining him. So let me give you some figures about something right here. Real quick, we'll go over this. Um, For your information, the budget of VA in 1947 was $8.3 billion. That's back right after World War II when we started dealing with a large number of veterans that were coming home from the war. The budget, that's a pretty big number for those years. In 1997, it jumped to $19.1 billion. And then in 2007, it jumped to um, $82 billion and change. 2012 made a huge jump. It went from $82 billion to $125 billion and change. 2016, just last year, $163 billion, that was under Obama, and then 2017, we've jumped to $186 billion, have a, have uh, roughly a $6 billion increase uh, that has happened just recently, so that number's probably going to go up. And the problem is the discretionary spending on it uh, is still a large chunk of it, and that is a problem. That's money that does not need to be wasted on that's where your bonuses come out of too, folks. So remember that. We, do, we all three, John and I and Gerald have been uh, opponents of the bonus system with the VA because that's based off of tax dollars of the United States citizen who are giving bonuses to the VA for doing a poor job which they are doing. Let me continue with that. It's a train of thought. <coughs> In 2007 under George Bush James Nicholson testified, Secretary of the VA, uh, to the House Veterans Committee. I sat and listened for two days on that deal. They had the backlog was 178 days. Hallelujah, would we love to be there now. It's over 1,200 days, and we still don't understand if that's correct. It's jumped that bad. So the backlog is a problem. We see the suicide rate among our veterans has Jumped, well, it got up to as high as 26 veterans a day during the Obama years. Why? Because the money was there, but the VA was making such bad decisions or denying that error rate was so atrocious and the denials were so much that the veterans were getting they were getting the shaft. They couldn't. But you have people that are having problems dying. You have 25,000 veterans uh, three years ago died and were paid within two weeks of their death. They got they died of illnesses or whatever, and two weeks later after they died, 25,000 were paid awarded by the VA to satisfy their numbers of completed claims that were approved. Well, guess what? They send another letter to the to the dependents and the widows and the survivors saying, hey, we want the retro money back. By the way, we don't owe you nothing. You think they changed the numbers? Of course not. So here we go. You've got that number there looking uh, looking like it's going to take care of our veterans. Uh, it's not. The suicide rate is going to go out the door, and we cannot allow this to happen. It got so bad during the last 10 to 12 years since the denials have gone up dramatically, and the days to decide a claim, whether it's approved or disapproved, has climbed to 1,200 days. I've got claims right now. Um, Gerald does, too. We've been fighting with these people in the regional office and the Veterans Benefits Administration. And here we have Dr. Shulkin, who I believe is a very honorable man, but he is a doctor. He understands the Veteran Health Administration. He doesn't understand the Veteran Benefits Administration, and those people in the regional offices aren't about to show him. They're going to do everything they can to keep him in the dark and do continue down this path of deny, 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 delay, 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 delay until you die, die, die. And I just had my buddy died. His one-year anniversary was the 25th of May. He's been dead one year. He was with me. He had the same diseases and problems I had and cancers, and the cancers got away from him, and the VA would not only not give us his C file, they would not make a decision on any of his claims. So guess what? His widow does not get her widow DIC pension and he is not and has not been awarded anything from VA, yet he was with me, has the same exposure issues of nuclear radiation, chemical weapons, and, of course, Agent Orange, which is the big problem at Fort Greeley. And Gerald and I both are recipients of that from Fort Greeley, Alaska, both of us Fort Greeley vets, Project 112. Okay, I'll be quiet just a minute let you guys expound on that.
2: Go ahead, Gerald. Well, from what my understanding is... Their intention also here, Bill, is to raise the TRICARE copay 300%. Now, that's a, that's a substantial amount.
0: Yeah, but so, TRICARE was promised to them when they went in, and the ones that did retire that got TRICARE, and now the veterans that have to use West they promised that they would be taken care of, and they're not.
2: That's exactly point. right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You made a great point.
2: Uh, and that's something else you, you, you folks need to pay attention to. Um, I'm sure there's some good things in these bills, but we have to be certain that the the trash don't go through with some what good that they're trying to do. What good they're really accomplishing? Which We've been so concerned with the negative side of them, uh, we hadn't had much chance to look at the the good Ooh. side. We have put a stop to some of this negative stuff, uh, and uh, when they go to messing with you. TDIU. That's gonna affect so many families. It, it, it's it's gonna be devastating to a lot of them. I mean, this is just should not be allowed. And and no veteran. I don't care what your status is, should uh, uh, be re- acceptable to this uh, sort of thing because. It's going to affect a lot of veterans, and we have to do something about it.
0: What Gerald, this, what you're bringing up is exactly fits in where we are in the backlog and the decision-making process. Many of these veterans, and we've got veterans that are waiting right now for decisions. And what's happened is we we have gotten so far. 1,200 days to get a decision and whatever it is, 900 days to get a decision on an appeal. Well, we're talking six or seven years. We've gone from 2007 to 178 days then to get a decision and whatever it was, 225 days to get a decision on an appeal. Now we're at many, many years. We have gotten that bad. The suicide rate is reflective of that point that it's going up too and so we have not we have not delivered to our veterans the promise that Abraham Lincoln gave to our country when it happened that we were going to take care of our vets I I would love to see President Lincoln's face right now if he could only see what's going on and we have this huge budget that keeps going up yet the wastefulness of it is being given away bonuses or discretionary spending, which is left up to whatever the regional uh, uh, managers want to do, and the managers in, in some of the other departments like Veterans Health or Veterans Burial, which is not a real problem. We haven't seen a lot of gross negligence in that department yet. But the Veterans Benefits Administration is, is out of control. And now the suicide rate is going to directly follow it. I don't even want to think about it how many veterans are going to be taking their lives. Yep. But this, if this bill goes through John and Gerald, it's going to be catastrophic. Uh, it
2: could be bad. Uh what we got here is the BA mafia is one bad. Uh, it, it's BA mafia. It's only an explanation for it. The VA I like has
3: that.
2: A, they have a lot of good people, but... The BA Mafia controls the BA or the control the BA is run by the DOD somewhere somewhere in the mix there and it don't really matter. The corruption is 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 horrible. Rampant. It is rampant, yes. We can't
0: we can't get it changed. Mr. Trump is our only hope, because the last two, two or three administrations have not done anything concerning the backlog, concerning the decision-making process. Imagine the money saved to make the right decision the first time around, get the veteran, if he is service-connected, get him awarded, take care of our veterans, and move on to something else think of the money that would be saved instead of wasting it with all this time Mm -hmm. and delaying and that that money alone would be saving in the budget and Mr. McElvany would be able to shut his mouth and not put out all this produce that's rotten. Uh,
2: Go ahead, John.
1: Refer to Mister Mulvaney from now on as Ishi Ishiyakama. Ishi Ishiyakama.
2: Well, whatever it is, it ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but I do want to say Here's something. the
2: thing: you now, got you, you have this raider somewhere in in Never Neverland. He's got this big claim folder sitting in front of his desk. He says, okay, I'm going to remand this sucker back. I'll see it again in another three or four years. After about <clears throat> the fourth time through, I'll be able to retire. So uh, they have no incentive to approve a claim. They go no extra, uh, extra uh, work, no nothing to tried to adjudicate a claim fairly. And uh, the appeals process just goes from appeal to remand, from repeal, appeal to remand, and back exactly. and forth up and down the ladder, and there's no the, excuse for it.
0: The ping-pong game in the regional office, that's how well, they do it, yeah. man. You well, know, it's, 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 it's job, in- job security for them,
2: and uh, that needs to be eliminated. But now they get to throwing the real problems in here. Uh this Mulkabaney or whatever his name is. Uh he's <laughs> introducing these these crazy uh uh insane this is I insanity. It's insanity. And what they're doing to veterans and their families, uh that cannot be tolerated. No veterans should want that happening to the to their fellow veterans.
0: Well, and, we've uh, watched it go on for 10 or 12 years. Well, I know,
2: Bill, but uh, we
3: ain't we've had a friend
2: it. in the White House either. Now, we're supposed to have a friend in the White House. Good point. I would urge mm-hmm. everyone to use Twitter or Twitter or whatever and tweet uh, President Trump and... And uh, say, hey, we need some help out here. Get somebody who's got a little logical sense that will it's crazy handle this properly. So, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's we we haven't had so a friend, crazy. like you said, in 10 or 12 years or longer, uh, maybe 15 years. Uh, well, longer than that. I think Reagan was the last friend of a veteran that we really had in the military.
2: Well, we now have uh, one.
0: We can't let him get sidetracked with somebody giving him bad advice.
2: Well, someone's hood winked him and uh he exactly. not aware of it yet and I think when he becomes aware of it he'll he'll straighten it out real quick. But
3: uh, we have to let it be known, <laughs> known
2: and and uh, uh this is this is real serious now, folks.
0: It, this been... is VA at its worst at not just mickelvania, it is VA at its worst that we have seen this transgression spiral down that they've done, it's been going on for 15, 20 years. And we've watched, it hasn't done anything. We have a chance now to turn this thing around. Our American vets, our military, if we get everybody writing, we have 23 million veterans, 9 million are in the VA system. That is a formidable force if we can write and explain to them him in a nice way Uh, Mr. Trump you're not going to stand for this we know you better than you love us we have never had anybody that has loved us as much as you and we want you to understand you have to get this thing changed it is not going to be good for you it's not going to be good for our country certainly not going to be good to our veterans their dependents and their widows
1: they're going to have to cancel that choice card program
0: oh uh,
1: well, uh, I think it's it done. Does.
0: Can you, who can use it? You can't. I've thrown it's mine no away. no-choice card. <laughs> yeah, it's a no-choice yeah, card. I, I don't. thrown mine away. So they, I
2: may have heard of someone using it, but it's been a long time ago. Uh, I
3: couldn't
1: I get anybody to accept it. I couldn't I get
3: anybody to accept it, John.
1: Hey, guys, here's one for you. When is the last time... You guys have seen the Disabled American Veterans, the American Legion, the VFW, the Military Order of the Purple Heart, and most other veterans groups stand on an issue and stand together on an issue to get it changed. Have you ever seen that happen before when they all come together?
0: Yeah. And where are they now? Why aren't they... They're coming together. Why aren't they squawking like we are?
1: They are. They're 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 rolling thunder, buddy. They're every one of mad. Well, how
2: about I think this
1: choice card is private. You know, they're, they're thinking it's private. They want to privatize the VA. Well, the VA is not going to use a choice card. Yeah. All the they're doing is getting a budget increase.
0: Yeah, and that's well, they won't the pay button. them off
2: when they do use them. They won't pay the bill. <laughs> well, well, they can they buy can't.
1: some more delete button denial stamps. Yeah. <laughs> I the, God, the, they ought
2: to have plenty of them.
0: You know, the voucher program, I, it wasn't perfect, but I was able to use it to go seek outside expertise to deal with the multiple uh, health issues I've got. And the VA was pretty good about getting me those vouchers and everything. Now they're doing away with it, and the choice card, Robert McDonald, did this. Supposedly a U.S. Army veteran that was the ex-secretary of the VA, he was worthless. He was horrible. He, this choice card that he led Congress to believe was going to be such a great deal has failed miserably. Now they're trying to do the Tri-West part of it. It's working right now. Thank God it, Mr. Shulkin, Dr. Shulkin, has been a, an, enabled uh, this thing to take off a little bit, I am seeing uh, this program working to replace the choice card, but it is still not as good as the voucher, and we we still have to go through a lot of phone calls to get the approval, to be able to go see private uh, doctors. Uh, folks, I've been through the ringer. I had to, they sent me to San Antonio to see it, one of the best Doctors in the country, when I had my stroke, trying to figure out how they were going to fix it. They can't, but this doctor was excellent. The VA did send me, and it was under the voucher program. The cardiologist I have, I have one of the best cardiologists we could have. I'm service-connected for heart and lung issues uh, with it in the in, in. that, that is being done outside the VA because of the voucher program, because of Tri West, not because of the choice card. So we need to, John, we need, like you and Gerald are talking about, we need to get rid of that thing. Hope that the Tri West, to take care of our vets outside of VA, can, can, can be able to take care of the problems with efficiency without costing. As much money with the bureaucracy of dragging it down again, like the Choice Card did. So, that was a well, that right, was Bill, you, DOA, you as far as I'm
1: concerned. You mentioned a voucher program. Uh, to Let me enlighten that, is also called the fee basis program through the VA. So uh, a lot of veterans, you know, they don't understand the voucher program, but they under, most of them understand what fee basis is when they yes, send a voucher. That's out exactly to a doctor. right.
0: And they're doing away with that. that It did work good. i had no complaints. Uh, I had great doctors. They sent me to neurologists and and, uh, vascular surgeons, neurosurgeons, uh, to be able to see them. And I really didn't have any problems with that. So uh, the fee basis worked fine. When Bob McDonald, uh, secretary of the VA under Obama, put his mouth open, and trying to push push the choice card, all we saw was a waste of money folks, and somebody that didn't care about yeah. our veterans just a terrible yeah, I mean, veteran secretary
1: they sent you this this sent you this card to mail and you and you have to you know you, you have to beg <laughs> fly cheat still to use it.
0: I pulled down <clears throat> on several doctors, and they said uh we we do not accept that, and we will not accept that." Yeah. And I went, oh, really? and then, these
1: doc- then these then these doctors and started taking it and uh, wasn't getting paid.
0: Couldn't get it- paid. That's exactly correct. Folks, please listen to the experience the John and Gerald and myself we are telling you from the experience and we're probably hitting home with a number of you veterans that are listening that hey this happened to me too I'm sorry
2: well it's like like getting a Sam's uh, gift card or a Walmart gift card and you're taking it back to Walmart to cash it in there ain't no money on it (laughs) they ain't gonna
0: take it No, it expired.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's expired, yeah, you used it up. Two days days before they bought it. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) You got the card on Friday and it expired the week before.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was delayed.
0: You know, we haven't really talked about, uh, and I think we probably need to go into this, that that the The folks that are on TDIU right now, you need to be very, very aware of what could happen to you. Uh, There is a difference between the total disability, individual unemployability veterans and the scheduler veterans. If you're 100% scheduler, P&T, please, at this moment, you have nothing to worry about or nothing to fear. It's the ones that are on – Well. It could it could get broader and take them in, but at the age level they're talking about, for me and Gerald, uh, it's most of the other vets that are over the threshold limit of whatever it is, 62. It's it should be a problem, not yet anyway. Right. Not as broad as the IU guys, the guys that are on IU. Folks, here's something we need we need to talk about too. This, The fact that the guys that are on IU are on IU because they can't work anymore because the regional offices will not make the proper decision the first time around and get it right to where they would be rated on schedulers. Uh, If you don't Mm -hmm. know what we're talking about, folks, uh, the listening audience, go to the 38 CFRs, that's the VA law, and read those carefully and the M21 scheduler, the the way that they are able to decide these uh, percentages and and what you're uh, uh, supposed to get for your benefits. Please read those because that is what is the problem with throwing you TDIU guys into such a bad state right now because you probably should have been at – whatever, 60% or 80 or or 100%,
3: you mm-hmm. should have been there on the mm-hmm. scheduler if somebody in the regional
0: offices, the decision review officers, would have been doing their job the first time around instead of denying you and putting you in the hamster wheel to delay your, your decisions and make them wrong, and sure enough, if you lasted 10 or 15 years, (laughs) yes, you might win your award and go from TDIU or IU to scheduler, 100% permanent and total P&T. John, you know exactly what I'm talking about.
2: Well, that's why they have the the regs. uh, uh, rigged up, Bill. I mean, it's done intentionally. This is by sure. design, and that's why mm-hmm. you you come along with these TDIU uh, uh, benefits <laughs> uh, benefit, because that's that's, that's been figured into the uh, the whole works of things.
0: Well, so later what, what
2: on, whenever they want to come back and do a stunt like this. A lot of people say, oh, well, that's okay. Let's go ahead and do it that way. And they ain't going to hurt too many. But uh, this yep. is going to affect a lot of people. And it's by design. It's going to do more than that. now. Yeah, and if if they do this yeah, on TDIU, what are they going to look at next? This is what you have to here's keep in the back of your here, head. Here,
1: here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. You can, you can mark my word, and you can write this in stone. If this happens, the claims backlog is going to jump to 2,000 days.
0: Oh, my gosh.
3: Because
1: everybody that's drawing IU is going to file a claim for an increase to try to get a schedule of the rating. Exactly. And
0: uh, 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 a uh, right, uh, writ to uh, expedite. Good luck with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we know how that works.
1: what's gonna happen? yeah,
0: well now you know i u
1: if i u you know. was made up back years ago because the rating schedule is not complete, you've got some conditions that don't have a hundred percent rating yeah like that's right. say for example, you get a leg amputated, the max rating' going to get sixty percent okay, well, you know if you 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 know if your leg's amputated above the knee, your working days are over. And the high Well, but the, here's, the VA, will,
0: oh, here's what they say. Well, you have to get retrained, and you're just going to have to get a job that's not going to require you. You're mm-hmm. going to have to think about doing a desk job or becoming uh, a computer tech or something that's going to allow you to sit mm-hmm. at a desk. Well, a lot of these guys can't right. do that either. You and I know that.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. If you get a 6% rating for your leg, and you do other issues at 10%, 10%, 10%, you're going to have to get uh, a whole lot of teams to even think about being a scheduler. That's, to be the math, 100%. that's that's, that's uh, not your mommy's math, buddy.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: I mean, this it's, is some serious. Who do you think is being doing that math? The the
0: the goal of every veteran is to make sure that you become scheduler and permanent and total and to make sure that, that you are sick enough to qualify for that and and that you're – that your diseases, injuries, or wounds are appropriate to make the scheduler rating and to make sure the VA regional offices do their job. It's going to take a lot of congressmen that are going to decide, hey, we've had enough of this, and we are going to change these laws. Even if they have to change the 38 CFRs and the M21 schedulers, and this thing has gotten out of control and they have abused it to the point the only way to fix it is to tear it all down. Start over, and let's get back yeah. to zero. That now, back you're the go away. Now, now you're
1: fixing the VA. Now you're gonna, fixing the VA. That's that's the fix of the VA. What they're doing now is not a fix of the VA.
0: No, and we've heard this yeah. with people that did not care about our veterans. God only knows what would have happened if Hillary would have got in there. She hates the veterans in our military. And there, this thing could have been... It could be so out of control if she was in there because she didn't have a heart. Neither did Obama. We understand that. Look at our suicide rate, what it's jumped to uh, since these people have been in office. I'm not saying George Bush did a great job because he didn't with the VA. It started probably Bill Clinton,
3: George Bush
0: pushed it. And we could go back and do it. And I'm not picking on a Democratic Party or Republican Party. I'm saying we just haven't had anybody because the VA has the mafia. That's a good way to put it. They have a mafia group working within VA that's a small group that controls a bunch of good people. There's a lot of fine people in the VA that I love, that I've been with, that I'm thankful to have. And a lot of our listening audience knows what I'm talking about. John and Gerald, you do too. But we got a – Gerald's right. We have a mafia group controlling this bunch, and they're insulated from the rest of us. They will not uh, do what is right, and they have no ambition to fix the backlog and to make decisions right and to take care of our veterans. That's why the budget has gotten so ridiculous. Well, the if
2: bonuses we, – let's take care – let's wipe these bonuses out till they start squaring things away.
0: Yeah, three years uh, ago, it was $178, billion, uh, $178 million in bonuses three years ago.
2: Well, that'd take care of a lot of veterans.
0: Sure would. That's bonuses. Mm-hmm. bonus. Well,
2: what did they do? Don't they get paid anyway with vacation, and benefits, and all this, and then bonuses Oh Lord, that's cool. of
0: that? That's part of the discretionary budget part of the VA.
2: Well, uh, that but money should here, be going to family.
0: veterans.
1: If you're a federal employee under was it, three years, you get four hours every two weeks, every pay period.
3: Four you hours. You get
1: over three years, you get six hours every two weeks.
3: And Good if you creep.
1: get If you, no, and if you get 15 years of service, then you get a day off every two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's what six six weeks or eight weeks now uh, when you have that many years. Day
1: off every two months
0: paid. That's right. And I you know, I I'm for people get bonuses when they get a good, do a good job, but look folks, they're not doing a good job. If you could tell me that in two thousand and seven we have hundred and seventy eight days to make a decision on a veteran's claim and now it's twelve hundred days, why are you giving them more money to the budget to give bigger bonuses for doing a job that they should have been doing right the first time? I would have gotten fired yep. at most jobs for doing that, but you can't do that. You can't fire them, and we can't hold anybody accountable. You, and there's, there's a small Give me a bit room. of bad news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Gulf War Vets are younger than me. They're in their 30s, maybe pushing 40. So they're going to hit that group awful hard.
0: It is it really is, yeah uh, I'm really concerned for these young folks, our younger vets, I really am it's um, uh, it's it's shameful, is what it is, and um I, I cringe the suicide rate started creeping up about ten years ago. you could track it back uh I don't believe that it's gone from 25 or 26 veterans day down to 22
3: because it
0: hasn't gotten better what has brought it down somebody decided to fudge the numbers and make it look better it's not and um, I wrote I wrote something down listen to this a suicide rate uh, this is according to military um, uh, military the about 70% of veterans were not regular users of, vet, of VA. 70% of the veterans commit suicide are not regular users of the VA. Why? Because they give up. They said, I'm tired of fighting with these people. Listen to this. Uh, there's more post-9-11 veterans considering suicide than all other veterans combined from all wars. So when did that happen? 2001 the Afghanistan Iraqi vets vet suicide rate for the last seven to eight years did not uh, did not even include those numbers only about 20 states participated in showing those numbers so Texas and California weren't used those are the two largest veterans communities in the United States they didn't even use their numbers so could you trust 25 veterans a day suicide rate of course not it may be as high as 35 or 40 veterans or more a day. I want to make that point known. Those two states did not include their numbers on the suicide rate. Uh, the largest vet populations of all for the three- or four-year period were uh, Texas and California. The Centers for Disease Control is where the new percentages of studies that track the veteran suicide rate because the VA couldn't do it properly and and got caught lying so bad about it. So from 2001 to 2014, the suicide rate for vets jumped 32 percent and the civilian rate was only 23.3. It was much lower. Why? We're talking about it tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the listening audience, you veterans are not being taken care of. I understand fully, so does John and Gerald, that we got a real problem on our hands. If Okay, 65% of all the veteran suicides in 2014 were veterans that were 50 years or older. Think about that. I thought it would be the younger vets. It's really not. Why? Because these older vets have had to fight with the VA for so long, and they are worn out. It is a real battle, and if we... Gerald has been fighting these people for over 15 years. He still has not been adjudicated properly and lawfully. John took 14 years. I took nine years, and I I had divine intervention before somebody looked. I may be the only veteran that's been awarded 100% permanent total from Fort Greeley, Alaska. That's alive. We. Gerald and I have talked about it. There may have been one one other one, but he's already passed away and he didn't last more than a year after he got his 100%. He was dead.
3: That's okay? The, yeah. the,
0: number, the number has been as high as 26 vets a day, uh, the suicide rate, and the, we see a budget going higher and bigger every year, and I've just I've read the figures. These figures are accurate. They're given by the the uh, the GAO, as well as uh, 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 Military Times has also posted, I've been able to get a lot of figures to put together for this show for this to show you there's a correlation between the suicide rates and the things that the VA is not doing, and the new laws that they're trying to pass are not there to save money. They're going to figure out a way to waste it, and when they do this, the veteran loses The widows lose, the dependents lose, and then we have a country that has forgotten the mission that Abraham Lincoln started for the veterans. It is a crying shame. We're going to be a country that's not going to want to fight because we can't take care of our vets. When that happens, we're going to have punks like North Korea lobbing nuclear missiles at us and picking on us and pulling us into a war that we probably could win but they don't want to win. Yeah, I liked it when we shot down yesterday. We shot down a ballistic missile test from Fort Greeley, where Gerald and I were stationed at, from an interceptor missile, so we know that works. But if we can't take care of the people that are are so trained, they're so smart, and such wonderful folks defending our country, and deep down in their heart, they serve because of the pride of their country, the love of their families, the love of our country, the oath they took. And now we treat them like that. I, it, it makes me want to throw up. I get so sick of it, it. Makes me. It just makes me ill. This is not the country that our forefathers fought for to put in place to have a small group of mafia people in the VA. Doing what they're doing. And we've got to write our congressmen, our senators, and President Trump. President Trump is not going to stand for it if he hears the heart of the veterans and and somebody could sit out and explain it to him and get his ear away from all of this stuff that's trying to distract him, like this fake news and all these news medias and people that hate him. We elected him to do a job. We, the people, have elected him. 23 million veterans voted. The majority of those wanted him because they saw what the other people that ran for president, how they treated us, which was disgraceful. We were looking for a change. Make America great again. We've got to do it. It's going to take all of us calling our elected officials. Mr. Trump needs to be Twittered and said, Mr please, find out what these people are doing at VA. They're not doing what you want them to do. Don't listen to these people that you've got. Tell Mulvaney, let him get fired. Get somebody else. I'll turn it over. I'm My blood pressure's going up. I'm sucking on oxygen faster than I can get it out of my machine.
2: My ass turns up Bill. Mine's wide open. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm in three liters and I may turn it to six.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, uh, we're in a mess. a
2: mess.
0: Yep, That's right, John.
1: A it's a we call it
2: foobar. foo bar. Yeah. Foo bar. Yep. Foo. Foo bar.
1: Yeah, we well, like, yeah. at any <laughs> rate.
2: We gotta you know, get. I wonder if Paul uh, a vet. Well, I don't know if he is. He. Uh,
1: is a vet. I doubt very
0: <laughs> seriously. I haven't checked, but no, I don't. I doubt very seriously if he's a vet.
1: We're looking up. Is he something? Well. Do a
0: thing.
1: What
0: What is so sad is we're going to see a fine man, Doctor Schulkin. He doesn't have a clue. He's a fine man, an honorable man. He is the right man in the VA. The problem is he does not understand the Veterans Benefits Administration. He's a medical doctor. He is a fine man, just like Eric Shinseki was. But he was sacrificed by the VA, and they they set him up. They're going to do the same thing to Dr. Shulkin. And I, I don't want that because he is a fine man. He really cares about our vets. We've had, uh, you compare Dr. Shulkin at the VA secretary position to Robert McDonald. How is there any comparison between the two? You, you just can't do it. So Dr. Shulkin, I don't want to see another sacrificial lamb like they did to Dr. Eric Shinseki, another very honorable man. They set him up. The problem with Dr. Shinsecki and Dr. Shulkin, ex-secretary of the VAs, is that they believe that everybody under them is as honorable as they are, and they are not. There's some snake pits where these mafioso VA people are making decisions and coming up with this stuff that Mick McElvaney, uh, McElvaney is proposing and what this new bill will do, and we, we have to stop it. It's going to take us veterans community, the folks in the listening audience. I'm going to tell you one thing right now, folks. You will never hear anything like what is coming out of John's mouth, my mouth, and Gerald's mouth on any news network or any other program in the country. Amen. You will never hear nothing like what you're hearing tonight, the truth. The rest of the stuff you hear from these other groups... I'm sorry, they're not there. You've got people here that are on this show tonight that know what they're talking about. We understand the veterans problems. when you have over when you have uh, nearly fifty years of VA denials on your claims between the three of us, and we've been down this road then the experience is there. We know what we're talking about, and we stay on top of this thing because all three of us are sacrificing as sick as we all are. All three of us are service-connected and sick, yet we're still helping veterans to try to help their claims and spending time to understand the VA, to understand the 38 CFRs, and I encourage every veteran, get on the computer. It's there right in front of you. You can learn the 38 CFRs and find out how the VA works so that you will not be part of this suicide ratio figures that keep climbing every year because of what the VA is doing to it, to the veteran. We cannot allow that. It's it just not. I'm still working with veterans. I was with a veteran yesterday that does not understand VA. He's 100% permanent total, and he hadn't even got his C file. That is his claims folder from the VA. We got it yesterday after going to the congressman's office, had requested it 40-something days ago, got it. So at least he's going to have a working knowledge of what's in his claims file. If you don't have your claims file uh, veteran, the listening audience, you've got to get it. You'll have to go to your congressman and request the VA to send it to them. And while I was there, let me explain something else. Uh, While we still have time, the actual uh, uh, C&P examinations that you veterans are going to go through, the compensation and pension examinations, the VA orders these uh, C&P exams, they may send you to a company called QTC which is a contract company. They may send you to Veterans Evaluation Services, another contract company. They may send you to Logistics Health Incorporated, another contract company. They're going to get an opinion from those medical people on your claim that you turned in on that issue, whether it be a wound or an amputation or a a disease or whatever, and they're going to get an opinion. You will not be able to get a copy of that. That's another great error in our VA program, you should be able to get that by just requesting it. They will not give it to you. The only way you can get it is go to your congressman, tell the VA to to send a copy to your congressman. Get your congressman to write a letter. Once you get that copy, you will have your file will be completed so that you can see what they said so that you can rebut if it's a bad opinion medical opinion on your claim that you'll be able to know what they said not very many veterans understand this and they walk away with an incomplete claim folder and if they do the VA knows that they don't have their C file or they know if they don't have that opinion from the contract company on the C&P examination that's compensation and pension examination and you veterans that are listening have probably some of you have probably been through that. If you don't have your C and P exam a copy of it of that opinion, go get your congressman, get the date that you were at that at that contract company and get it. Now if they do a C and P exam, compensation pension exam at a medical hospital or a clinic that is VA, you can walk right in there and ask for a copy of it. And it will print it off. It should be that way with the contract companies.
2: That's how the VA plays this game. Okay. And I uh, think I'm out of breath. Now, we've been talking here quite a bit about the suicide rate, how concerned we are, and and with just cause, because uh, this is going to be so devastating to a lot of these veterans out here should this bill go on through and become law. Uh, and I want to give out the Suicide Hotline number, which is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, 273 8255 And then it's got PRESS 1. Now, I'm sorry to say that, but that's what it's got. Um, but anyway, call that number. Don't go out here and do something... something uh, squirrely. Uh, You know, stop and think about this. Uh, Folks, call in. Uh, This is not only a suicide hotline number. It's a crisis line. It's the Veterans Crisis Line. Call this number and voice your opinions. Uh, um, 1-800-273-8255. Now, this is going to be very stressful on a lot of families if, if it comes to this. Uh, you can be the spouse of a veteran or yeah. a ch- child of a veteran. Just call. And and in the meantime, write some letters to your – call your senators. Call them. Say, please help, you know. Mm.
1: Uh, And everybody
2: get that has a computer, get on the computer, get on Twitter and Twitter uh, President Trump and say, hey, look, someone just uh, sold you a bill of goods.
3: Uh, Yes, uh, please please write.
2: Yeah, Yeah, get your family and friends. Family and friends,
0: exactly. Uh,
2: But don't forget, write this number down 1 800. Two seven three eight two five five. So, you know, uh, we can see a nightmare coming down the road. We, uh, the dam's busted, and and we ain't got nothing to patch the hole. So. No,
0: and we have somebody that really does care about us. We know that, and we've got to get him on it. this. And not let these people feed him the wrong information, and let him do this He's, we, we can't allow these people to distract him and get his mind off of our country. His heart what? is for fixing America, and we got somebody now that's in there that will, but we got to get we got to run uh, interference and and help Mr. Trump. We're going to have to talk to him, make sure he understands, hey, this is a bad deal. You need to get rid of this guy.
2: Uh, something, yeah, something seriously wrong. Help! Us. Please,
1: we can't uh, do
0: this. We can't the, do this anymore to our veterans. He,
2: he's
1: from the same area as Lindsey Graham. So um, Now you know more about
0: it. Well, what has Lindsey done for our veterans? Not a pornada. <laughs> well, no, name me a senator. Name me a senator that has look at look at Bernie. Our presidential candidate, he was the chairman of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee, and he put us in a terrible position. He didn't do anything. We, All three of us know what he did. We tried to get him to do something, and what did he do? Fell flat on his face. Yeah. Left the veteran in the high roads, didn't do anything. That tells you where his heart was. And I want Bernie Sanders as president. Sorry, we had you, Bernie, taking care of the most important position for veteran affairs under the that was under the secretary. You could have changed the laws. You could have helped us. You didn't. Boy, those are long days when I sat and listened to him. And uh, uh, what was Bob? Uh, I think Bob. Bob. I think Bob. Got hands on was the
1: Bob Filner was best
0: Bob yeah. Bill was the uh, best we Bob. ever had. He was the best we ever had, and they got rid of him and put a bunch of stuff in there and ruined him. But he was our best voice uh, in, in, of all of them that I saw. He was on the House uh, Chair of that Veterans Committee.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that was yeah, years ago. No
0: yeah, we did, and we we and he loved us. He cared about our veterans. He tried to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. He ran into opposition. He still could not get the backlog fixed. Still could not get things passed because no. of the mafia group that ran in there in the VA,
3: yeah.
0: and that's sad. Yeah, that's that's who he was, yeah. John. You're exactly right, Bob Filner. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. oh, hands on Bob. Yeah, hands on Yeah.
0: Head. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was.
1: Went to San he Diego, the mayor, and had his hands on San Diego, and finally. I reckon he had a chance to go to prison.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I met him. And they they stuck in their homes. So yeah. Remember old Bob? He meant well. Yeah. <laughs> we,
0: we we don't have people in the VA uh, on the VA committees. I I can tell you that. My representative John Cornyn, worthless. He was on the on the House of uh, or the Senate uh, Veterans Affairs Committee. He was worthless. Yeah. Didn't do did do anything to help the veterans. All we heard was song that. and dance. Nobody put
1: Jeff their Miller, hands.
0: Yep. Yeah, Jeff Miller was the same way. On the Senate That's on the that. House I mean, Veterans Affairs Committee. What pony did he
1: show. do? Old dog and pony show.
0: All dog and Dog and pony. And pony, pony. pony.
1: They get Good a fair complaint about this and that and this and that. And the VA knows very well about delaying people. So they wait when they get an issue put in front of them by the committee. They know yep. that, well, we'll investigate that. Well, they work. We'll years. we'll
0: wait two you years. out, is what they tell them.
1: Yeah, they so did they wait do. two years, and guess what happens? It's got to start over again.
0: Yeah, we got some of do. It's not
1: that way because their term is six years. So if people want to put pressure on the VA, you need to stick with the Senate Veterans Committee, because you're not get, you're not going to get much out of the House, except for a bunch of confused new congressmen who are like chickens or head cut off.
0: Right. Yeah, but it's got to go through the House before it gets to the Senate. The Senate's where the power is, the muscle is. We just got to get the right people in there. They're going to say, hey, regional office, you got 1,200 days to make a decision. On a veteran's claim, no, we're going to withdraw the funding, we're going to take your bonuses, and we're changing some laws, and we're going to start downsizing the VA. Yep. Guess what? You'll see the panic button hit. The VA may straighten up, but I, I think the thing is so far broken, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I just don't know how to change it. Well,
1: I'm still going to tear it down I want my some clothes close the VA And give everybody a call to use outside You let pay well, electricity on them bills you've saved money
0: I'm doing it right now John, I'm half of my doctors are outside the VA They're having to oh, send I me there Because they you. don't have specialists To take care of me
1: here. got a new one for you I w- I'm going through some procedure here In a couple months I had a pre-cert Today I got some new Medicare questions coming out. Guess what? The second uh-huh. question they asked me was Are you a veteran? New Medicare started asking veterans. But yeah. Are you receiving benefits from the VA?
0: Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I'm having so to do copay right now, said, not copay. Exactly. Why? Because they want to take money from wherever they can get it and pay and add it to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, why does that not surprise me?
1: The VA is not allowed to bill Medicare. I think they do anyway.
0: They do. John, I'm getting getting bills. They're billing Medicare for me. Yes, sir. They shouldn't be. Well, I'm getting the letters, and I have them. Uh, The way I look at it, I got both. I don't care who pays it. I just need to care. I want to see their face when my cardiologist and my primary care doctor, private doctor, have told me that you are probably going to have to go on this new medication for pulmonary hypertension and we're going to have to get you back with a pulmonologist, which is fine because i got a good VA pulmonologist, the best in the West, but guess what? The medication is $200,000 a year. Do you know what the VA is going to say when you pop that bill in front
2: of them? Let him die. Let him die.
0: die. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And they're going to say. uh,
2: They're
1: going
0: to transfer your file to
1: the VA. They're going to transfer your file to the other part of the VA, the cemetery system.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they'll use that famous word. Hey, this is non formulary
3: that's what they do when the
0: when the when the medication is expensive, they just say it's non formulary and we're not going to pay for it Well you're going to have to do that to to make sure that I stay alive i as my heart function goes down, my lung diseases are getting worse because uh it it happened at Fort Greeley and they've admitted it the v a has admitted it. okay pay for the yep. for the for the medication you got to tell the the, the uh, pharmaceutical companies that they have a problem with charging too much. Why aren't they helping our veterans out? Why should the pharmaceuticals the get a problem. free ride? Let the pharmaceutical companies help our veteran community put something back instead of looking at your profit loss statement, which are always 80 or to 120% increase every year of profit on these pharmaceuticals, why aren't they doing something to help our veterans? Why should I have to pay $200,000 or VA or Medicare for a medication that's going to be next used to try to keep me alive?
1: Next time you're in a, ph- a doctor's office, you see a pharmacist rep come in, look out in the parking will see what he's driving.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. You could spot yeah. them by the way they dress. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of them
2: pharmaceutical companies were... Getting benefits of the testing programs too. Mm. They use right, every yeah. university in the United States, as far as I can tell, and they're all involved. Uh, so, and that all reflects back to the pharmaceutical companies because they was using the universities to do the legwork and and uh, yeah. setting oh, things boy. up. So it's all tied in together. And, uh, yes, uh, pharmaceutical companies should have to uh, show uh, some, you know, uh, benefits here towards veterans because they benefited from them.
0: And what what in the world are they going to do when – my doctor and my heart doctor say, okay, he's got to have this medication, but you're also going to have to look at that his uh, heart function is dropping so bad and his lungs are causing the problem, which I'm service connected. We may have to do a lung and heart transplant. I hadn't even approached him about that. I talked to my uh, one of my VA doctors about it last week, and uh, I mean, my uh, cardiologist, and she was explaining it to me. What do you think the VA is going to say about a heart and lung transplant?
2: Well, I'm going to think they're the going to say it ain't going to happen.
0: That's right, John. Is, is that right? Isn't the only cure for pulmonary hypertension very well known? I've been, been a member of the Pulmonary Hypertension Association for nearly ten years. The only way to fix it, the only way to treat it, treat it properly, is a lung transplant. And if you've had a heart attack, they will not do a lung transplant. They have to do both. Is that not true?
1: And what's your survival rate from that, 25%? Yeah,
0: because of the rejection of the new organs. And, oh, by the way, those rejection drugs are just as expensive as the pulmonary hypertension uh, medications, which I think the list now has 11 about half of which I cannot yep. take because they would kill me. The other half costs anywhere from $150,000 to 300000 a year. Ooh, so,
1: for your immune system. My immune system is already gone. Yeah.
0: I have autoimmune disease.
1: Right.
0: What do yep. I do with that? So. There, my survival rate is just cratered again.
2: Take another prednisone, Bill.
0: I, I'm already on prednisone. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> I just got my new order of prednisone uh, two weeks ago, and I'm limited on how much I can take because if you've had a heart attack and you have congestive heart failure due to the lung disease, uh, which I have four lung diseases, uh, you cannot take prednisone. It it will kill you. It's 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 bad on your heart. I, I just got to be very careful with it.
2: Yeah, it but is bad the immune, on your heart.
0: The immune system when you Start dealing with that, and you start dealing with the swelling episodes of your feet and hands, uh, and, and swelling that you've got. That's the only thing that you can take to control it. It's also used for cancer. I have that too. So,
3: got all. I got all
0: the good stuff. I don't want anybody, any veteran, to ever have to go through this. Uh, what you've been through, Gerald, John, it's just not right. But we have this coming down the pike, this new law. I've never seen anything like this. Um, and We we have to get the word out to our veteran community tonight. And this this show, as I was saying, is the only place you're going to be hearing what you've heard tonight. You cannot go to any network news program. We don't have a veterans news organization to speak of, not that puts out this kind of information. And that you get to understand the full Yeah, we do. It'd be a great idea. Uh,
2: I know three right. guys that, as we'll sick as it. we are, we'd probably still do it. We'd volunteer for it. Yeah. Well, it's something we need to tend to, and uh, we do what we have to do. But it takes a last breath to do it, then we're going to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. the bottom line. Uh, if we can... We can inform people, that's, that's all we can do is inform them and try to steer them in the right direction. Uh,
0: contact
2: your legislators, your senators for sure, and get on Twitter and Twitter the president or whoever you got on Twitter. Uh, use any communicating forms you can. Call the crisis hotline, my land, That's what you can be concerned. If if you're getting TDIU and you're over the age sixty-two, you should be very concerned. Um, and so
1: correspondence always uh, refer to Mr. Mulvaney as non. Yeah, Mick Mulvaney.
2: Yeah, Mulvaney. Whatever his name, whatever his M- name M- is. Mulvaney.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: M U A O B A N E Y. N E Y. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
2: uh Circle you know, that name and throw darts at it or whatever you gotta
0: do. But if 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 he'd have been yeah. a veteran I could guarantee he wouldn't be singing the song he's singing.
2: Well, no Amen. he would not.
0: Especially if be he'd been a sick veteran. Yeah, and if he He's was a lawyer dying and dying and passing away, he would be well, yeah.
2: doing
1: He's an attorney. this. He's an attorney. No, you're
0: kidding me. He's an attorney? No. no. He, is he an attorney, John?
1: He practiced in a law firm, sure did.
0: Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, there's the problem. He went
1: to college. went to college at North Carolina North yeah. Washington University.
0: Well, he, here we go. He, yeah. he, he must
2: co- come out the bottom of the class, evidently.
0: But a lot for sure
1: lot.
2: Well, he's a super smart guy, but yes, he his is.
1: ideology is his ideology he, is underwater.
2: His thinking's oh, in the wrong place. He must have got dropped on his head one time or another.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my
0: goodness.
1: On old <laughs> <prat>. <laughs> Oh, Gerald. Is that resorting to speculation?
0: <laughs> Hopefully he will not be there long, will not last, and we need to do whatever we can.
2: Um, well, to- we need to send a copy of this radio show to President Trump. Exactly. And, what a and, great uh, idea.
0: Uh,
2: um, Say if he can't lend us a helping hand my lands, we need somebody looking to this with some authority. Uh I'm certain we've we've pointed out enough discrepancies here that it would warrant taking a second look at uh, and uh, he's in a position or he he has someone in a position that he can get get this resolved with a stroke of a pen. Yeah. And this would save a lot of pain, pain and nightmare work. to and
0: veterans. And, and I'm going to say something. It re- Right now, that's it, this is really, really good advice, folks, that, that you're getting. But I want you to understand something. It has nothing to do with Mr. Trump being a Republican and you are a Democrat. You decide that you're not going to write him and give him any help whatsoever. This is way beyond that. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. We're all veterans. And we need to stick together. We need to come the together.
1: The Democrats, the Democrats so, so are going to vote it anyway, regardless.
0: Yeah, they're going to do it anyway. So Democrats, you need to be mad. They're going to
1: vote against anyway.
0: You, you, you veterans that are independents or, or Democrats or uh, ultra-whatever conservative Republicans, forget your feelings about Mr. Trump. This is not about him. This is about our veterans. Just take a little bit Deep breath. Get some of the pride out of your system. Breathe it out, and help by doing what you know deep down is right. It's about our veterans. We've got to get this thing stopped, and make sure that our veterans know what's going on, and 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 our leaders need to know, and Mr. Trump needs to know. We've got to stop this. This is one of the biggest. John, I, Gerald, I think you would agree. This is one of the one of the biggest bills that I've seen that would cause the most damage to our veterans that I've seen in at least ten years.
2: Quite a while and uh here here's the sad part. Where is this really going? Is this just the beginning of of a uh, uh More to come? More to come or Apocalypse, yeah. Sinister uh, planning of some sort to uh, dilute the uh, veterans' uh, benefits. Uh, uh, Something's going on here uh, that needs to be looked into uh, further. That's for sure. And uh, anyone who thinks that a disabled individual should not get SSDI. Uh, and that it's a form of welfare, uh, they're they're thinking wrong because
0: you you paid that money
2: into Social Security. Yes, you paid
0: into it. It's not a welfare benefit.
2: It's not welfare benefit. No. It's, It's benefits you paid in in case you did become disabled or you reached a retirement age when they know that you should not be working any longer, and you could draw some of these benefits that you paid in. That was promised to you when they generated this Social Security the veteran
0: has The veterans earned his benefits. There's nothing that he is supposed to be given as an entitlement. It has nothing to do with that. These are benefits that the veteran earned. It's not That's his fault right. that an IED went off and blew his leg off or his arm off or made a traumatic brain injury. Or that he was around with Agent Orange and now he's got all these presumptives. I don't care if he was in Vietnam or Fort Greeley, Alaska or Thailand or Fort Gordon, Georgia like James Cripps. Agent Orange doesn't have any boundaries. It does exactly what it's supposed to do, kill living organisms. That includes man. Yeah. And he's nuclear a radiation. A I go... Tidbit. I go because of yeah, nuclear radiation little... to to get a tumor uh, monitored because it may that that may develop into a cancer that's going to end up killing me. And John, you're very well versed on nuclear radiation, being a quality control expert working with nuclear reactors. You know what the problems are, and uh, yeah. what my what my fault? I had nothing to do with it. I just did what I was told. Here's
1: mine. My... Here's my take on the fallout of this if it goes through. You're going to have a, a very large increase in the claim system because well, these veterans are going to fight, and they're going to apply for higher ratings in order to get the TDIU yep. monkey off their back. It's That's going to true. affect the public and private sector, too, because it's going to overload the bankruptcy courts because these guys are going to lose a lot of income. Most of them are going to have to take bankruptcy because they can't afford anything else. It's going to overload that system. It's going to cause everybody's interest rates and credit card rates to go up.
3: Mm.
1: It's going to have a major effect nationwide, not just on veterans.
2: Well, there's going to be some homeless veterans showing up too. We there's going to, to be homeless veterans. And
1: you're going wow. to have a lot of veterans out there that aren't able to work that have to try to work. And they're going to, you know, they're going to injure themselves even further.
0: And the the vets, 65% of the vets that committed suicide are 50 years of age or older, we're also going to see the number of vets that are not, 70% of the veterans that committed suicide were not regular users of the VA because of the treatment that they received at the regional office saying, no, we're sorry, that, that bomb, we don't know who really set that bomb in the road that blew your leg off. We don't know if he was an enemy or not. Remember they tried that? You remember that when they pulled yeah, that route, too? Yeah, the yeah. regional offices actually denied claims because they said they, they didn't know who the enemy was that set the bomb on the road that took the veterans' legs. That
1: was not, that huh. is not a questionable event.
0: How, how inhuman can you possibly be and insensitive to the need of our veterans to make a decision? How can a decision review officer and a regional office? sleep at night. And I listen, we got good veterans, and we have a lot of ex-veterans that are working in the VA. Some of them are even decision review officers. I'm not saying that all of them are bad. They're certainly not. But we have a group that's working a concerted effort to undermine everything good that our country produces. And that if John we and Joe know who they we are. are. We know who they are. You and just these explain people need to be going to, to prison. You know that. Yes. You
1: just explain the turnover ratio at these regional offices because people put their names on these denial letters and but they get transferred out to Well, we
0: we need to they treat them the way they've treated us. Yeah. They should be Uh, affiliated and warranted the same treatment that they've done to our veterans. And if they're knowingly break the law, which they are, and they have a concerted effort, and if RICO uh, Act comes in, which is racketeering and conspiracy and fraud, we know that they do it not with one veteran, they do it with all of them. They keep doing the same thing over and over. We've got a mafia. Gerald, that was very smart of you to say that because that's what RICO went after originally was the mafia. Now we we need to apply it to the VA and get some of these people held accountable so that we can get this thing turned around, save our country, save our veterans and their families, but also it save the money that is not intended to go for discretionary funds and bonuses that has been abused, that they've been likened to, they're, they're used to it. They expect it to be for them to abuse the system.
2: Well, it's turned into a deal where it's crimes against the veterans community. And it's something that needs to be, it should have been dealt with 15 years ago, 10 years ago.
0: Uh, At 15? That's about, yeah, about right.
3: Uh
2: from there on, it's it just like they put the hammer down. Yeah, they throw a bone out here once in a while to uh, this veteran that veteran. And you do hear some wins. Uh, a pair deal. They got a fair adjudicator. Uh, someone that knew what they were doing and was honest. And, and, uh, but all, all all of a sudden, they, uh, they get infiltrated with a bunch of this. These yahoos that just live for bonuses and lie and they got, scheme everything out. So, unrack yep. your claims folder. They'll do everything. There's nothing they won't do. And yep. these people Mr. must guys, be got a, dealt with. Guys,
1: we have got about two and a half minutes left, so we want to oh. do want to say that we're gonna we'll have some shows to follow up on this in the near future as things progress. So, uh, yeah,
0: we got to on this one because listening. it's just starting. The battle is just starting, folks.
2: Well, we <laughs> got to stay up to date on it.
0: What, one thing yeah. I want to tell everybody in that listening audience tonight, folks, my old handle was Captain Contaminate years ago. It had it, and still is. But I want you to know something. Listen, listen carefully to me. Never give up. Please don't give up don't be one of these folks that commit suicide that we have to um, cry about because you gave up. You can't give up. You have to continue fighting because your claim may be the very one that's going to allow your buddies who were denied to get what their benefits are supposed to be to them.
2: That's That's what I want to say.
0: Last thing I want to say tonight to everybody, don't give up. Well,
2: Bill, we appreciate you being here and your input and everything. Uh, you just don't know how much we appreciate you all down there in Texas. And uh, we're watching you the best.
0: We're part of the family, Gerald. We've all known each other well, for many, many years, for, well, over 12, 13 years now.
2: Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, we're just trying to do a service here to... Inform other veterans best we can, and
0: uh, that's right.
2: With that, I think we better sign off. And uh, John, uh, I appreciate you being here as a co-host, and and uh, by golly, we'll have another show here next week, and we'll try to get up to date on this. Maybe we'll have some good development or or something more positive we can discuss.
0: This won't be the last yeah. show on this subject because it's just starting.
2: Yeah, there will be follow-ups.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll have some good news, Gerald, like you just said. And, John, well, have some good news to report.
2: Let's hope. <coughs> and with that, there'll be Gerald Cook with Jay Basser and Bill Sheikah. will be signing off tonight.
1: You've been listening to the Had com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Had com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of haddit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of haddit.com Blog Talk Radio, and the Ask Baster Show.